Thank you for listening to the weekly messages of New Providence Primitive Baptist Church. To subscribe to our podcast, hear other messages, or learn more about us, please visit nppbc.com. And see those people that are sitting in the church house with the Spirit going from breast to breast and from front to back, uh, you know, you've got an opportunity to get things right. And in this verse right here over to the side, you know, it says God's will, salvation, and it says eternal life and resurrection. You know, you've got an opportunity to have that. You've got an opportunity to get that. And at and that, that end of that verse, it says, I will raise him up at the last days. Well, let me tell you, let's go back just a little bit. Uh, from back when they was uh, when Jesus was walking here on this earth, uh, they was a man that was blind, and he was standing on the side of the road. He couldn't see nothing. And they was a going on that Jesus was a coming down the road, uh, that he was a coming, and he knowed, he, he knowed that this was his opportunity. This was his opportunity uh, to get his sight back, and he sat and hollered uh, in the Word of God. It says he sat and he hollered at him. He said, Jesus of Nazareth, thou son of David, he said, come help me. And he was a surrounded by a crowd and that was his opportunity and the, and the Lord walked over and he gave me sight back uh, there was a woman with the issue of blood for 12 years and he and she she said if I could just touch the hem of his garment uh, she said she the Bible says that she spent all she had uh, she didn't have nothing else to spend and she knew that that was her last opportunity uh, to get things right uh, to, to get her healed because uh, she knew that Jesus had been going out and about been healing people and she touched the hem of his garment and they said that Christ stopped and he turned around he said he felt the virtue come out and he turned around and he seen that woman and she was sitting there and he said he told her he said woman he said thy faith has made thee whole uh, there was another that had ten leopards uh, they knew Jesus just come out of the mountain and they knew where Christ was and there was ten leopards that come and they stood afar off and Jesus he healed them their leprosy he healed them and there was only one that come back but he gave them that opportunity. They was yeah. one. Oh, Lord. Yeah. He's got to give me a minute. The Lord's got me wound up kind of in a banjo string. Uh, but you know what? That's good because it's an all about opportunity. Uh, you can be sitting in the house tonight and the Spirit going around. You've got that opportunity uh, to grab a hold of it. Uh, when the Spirit comes around and He grabs a hold of you, don't sit there on it. Come and get it. Uh, there's people that are sitting in the house that's backslid and they know they're backslid and the Spirit will knock on their heart. God will tell them you need to get it right. And they'll still sit in that seat. They won't get up. They won't move. Amen. Yeah. Let me tell you something. God's all about opportunities. He's all about opportunities. Uh, there was a man that was sick with a palsy. He couldn't walk. And there was four men. There was four men. They knew where Jesus was. You know, you know when Jesus started coming, when He came and He started healing people, people heard of Him. They heard they heard that he was healing. They was bringing people, lunatics, people that was that that had diseases. They was bringing them and laying them at his feet because they know that was the only opportunity to 
that these people had. That's like old Legion. I, I really like that story. Uh, Jesus told me, he said, take me to the other side. He got out of, he knew what was over there before he ever got over there. Yeah. He got out over there, yeah. started walking, and Legion, the Bible says that Legion come ran to him and kneeled down and worshipped him. Uh, some, point, some point in time in that young man's life, he met the devil somewhere. That, that's like today, these, these young kids out and about, sometime or another, if you don't raise them up in the way of the Lord, they ain't got much to fight with. And we're not going to fight the devil and win anyway. We need Christ. But that old boy that had the palsy, he had four friends that know uh, they couldn't get through the door because so many people was gathered around him. Uh, but you know what they did? They climbed up on the roof and they tore the roof off. And they slid him down through the top. And what Christ told him, he told me, he said, get up, take out that wall. And that's what we need to do. It was an opportunity, is what it was. An opportunity. I remember, if you've been saved, God give you an opportunity one night, one time, at point time or another. If you've been backslid, He's give you an opportunity to come back. God's all about opportunities. He always has been and He always will be. I'll read you a few scriptures in a minute. Oh. He healed the dumb and the demonic. As I said, they bring them to him, laid them down to him. Because that's all they had. Jairus' daughter was dying. He seeked after Jesus. He besought him to find him because he knew that they went no other way. It was Jesus, it was him. The opportunity. And he healed her. The Bible says that he walked into the room and there was people crying going on. And he said, why are y'all crying? He said, she's just asleep. Then they started mocking the Lord. Well, they had, Opportunity can be preached three or four different ways. The opportunity they got to see is when he walked out of the room whether she was alive and well. Huh? You know, you've got opportunities in this life where you can get a better job, you can go to a better school, you can get a better house, you can get a better car. But the only opportunity in this world that you need to get is you need to get where the Spirit of God is and get you some of that. That don't cost you nothing. It'll build a fire inside of you that you can't quench. I don't want it quenched. You'll have a desire to be in God's house. You'll have a desire to pray for somebody. You'll have a desire to see somebody saved. And you'll pray for your church. You'll pray for your pastor. You'll pray for your loved ones. I've got family members that ain't had that opportunity yet. But it's a coming. The opportunities that God gives is great. We all can sit and say, well, we did this and we did that. And this is the will of them that sent me, that everyone which seeth the Son and believeth on Him may have everlasting life. And I will raise Him up in the last day. Huh? That's an opportunity. There ain't no man going to raise you up at the last day except for Jesus Christ Himself. Because the only way that 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 could have been done is by the opportunity that He did willingly uh, going to Calvary and shed His blood on the cross and God rose Him on the third day. It was something that... Something that Jesus did. He took the book out of their hand. There was no other. There is no other and there never will be no other. But the opportunity that you have tonight... 
is if God comes around, is His Spirit comes around and He touches you, you've got an opportunity to come to this altar and meet Him because He said He'd meet you at the mercy seat. Now, the old timers calls this a mourner's bench. And that's what it is. That's where you've got a direct connect line with God. And you can get down and get to business with Him. But see, people don't want to get to get down and get truly business with Him. Uh, they want to say they want to play church. Uh, they want to act like, well, you may fool your pastor. Uh, you may fool your church members, but you ain't going to feel, feel, uh, fool God. He knows your heart. He knows your thoughts from afar off. If God gives you an opportunity, you better take it. If God comes by you and He's knocking on your heart, you better take it. Step out. Don't worry about what people say. Don't worry about what people think. You better be worrying because... You may not be one of these. That's the lucky ones that gets to raise up in the last day. When Christ comes, He said, "He said the dead in Him is going to rise first. I'm not looking to go by the grave. I'm looking to see Him come. I'm looking to see Him come right through that sky. The Bible says that the eastern sky is going to, going to roll back like a scroll. The opportunities... These people that was sick, there was a man that had a withered hand. God told him to stretch it out. Nobody else could have done that for him. God gave him an opportunity. If he didn't want that opportunity, he wouldn't have stretched his hand out, but he did. He seen something. He felt something there. Lazarus had the greatest opportunity I believe he ever was. He was done dead for four days and God told him to rise. I like that passage. Could you imagine if God hadn't said His name, what would have happened? That whole hillside of graves would have opened up. But He called His name. He gave Him another opportunity. We've got opportunity here tonight. We've got opportunity from now until the day we die to praise God, lift His name up, pray for our church people, our kinfolk, pray for your pastor. Pray that God will use him and help him and lead him and guide him and most of all put his hands around him. But these opportunities, I want to read you something else here. I was up pacing the floors. God said, just let me deal with this. Yeah, yeah. I said, you got it. John 5.25, marvel not at this. For this hour, for the hour is coming. In which all that are in the graves shall hear my voice. Boy, ain't that, I don't know about you, but that kind of stirs me up. I got, I got chills from head to toe. In the last day, he said, the graves will hear my voice. Yeah. In the last day. He said, he said the trumpet's going to be sounded and the graves are going to burst open. I'm in that number. I've been bought with a price. The blood's been applied. He gave me an opportunity one night. He dealt with me for four years and he didn't have to, but that one night he gave me an opportunity and I took his opportunity. When I walked to that altar, it was like his hand was a reaching down and I grabbed up I grabbed up, and I got his hand and I got that opportunity of eternal life that in the resurrection I'm going to come up. If I go by the grave, I'm coming up, bless God. And if I ain't, I'll meet him in there. Either way it goes, it don't matter to me because I'm his. I belong to Him. I've submitted myself to Him. I took that opportunity. 
There's people today that have walked in a church house and they won't take the opportunity. God's in the house going from brass to brass and everything. And they'll look at like, well, what's going on? It's like the brother said. I like it. I like the brother said. If God don't speak, ain't nothing going to happen. He'll speak to your heart. He'll knock on that heart. If you're doing something you ain't supposed to do and you're sitting in a church house, he'll knock on your door and say, look here, this ain't right. You better get it right. I witnessed to a woman a couple of weeks ago. She said, I'm thinking about coming down to your church. I said, come on. I said, you're welcome. Yeah. That church don't suit you. I know several others. She told me, she said, but if I get saved, I'm still going to drink and smoke my pot. And I stood there and I, I just, God didn't give me nothing else to say. I just stood there and I just thought, you don't understand. Once God saves you, you ain't going to want to do that garbage no more. Uh, God brings you up out of that hog lot, out of that uh, feces that you're watering in. He brings you up as like the prodigal son was. He'll bring you up, clean you up, put a white robe on you. Yeah, that's right. He's got an opportunity. You can have the same opportunity right here tonight. God's dealing with your heart. You, you have got the opportunity to meet Him right here. Yeah. Yeah. Let me read one more thing. I got one more. One more. My God, but I know God's good. God loves you. No matter who you are. You ain't gone too far that he can't. He can't do something about it. He can't do something about it. He is the something about it. He can deal with it. You're a Christian and the devil's are riding your back. If you're letting the devil letting the devil ride your back, shame on you. Take the saddle off. The devil has no power over you except what you let him have. You let him come in your door and he'll open it wide open. He'll be opening up your fence doors before you know it. And there'll be a lot of other garbage come in. Mm-hmm. Romans chapter 10, 13. For whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord yeah. shall be saved. Yeah. Now that's pretty simple. That's pretty simple. That night that I called upon the Lord, He dealt with me. He gave me an opportunity. He knocked on my heart what He did with me. Yeah. I don't know how He did anybody else, but that's how He did me. Yeah. He said, you call upon the name of the Lord and thou shalt be saved. That's an opportunity. If God tells you to raise your hand, that's an opportunity to do something for Him. Yeah. That's praising His name. If God tells you to say amen, that is an opportunity yeah. to do something yeah. for Him. Yeah. To praise His holy name. Yeah. Without Him, where would you be? We would have no hope. There is no hope in this world. Yeah. The only hope we've got is Jesus Christ. Yeah. This world is going going to hell in a handbasket. This country has took God out of everything. The people's wanting to, I don't know why I'm featuring off on this side. That's all right. We're going to go there. Yeah. People's are saying, well, the, the schools, they've been killing in schools and shooting in schools. Well, you take God out of it, He's going to take His hands off of it. Yeah. Amen. They don't want God in school. They don't want God in our government. And you look at our government, how it is. The Bible says in the last days they'll say evil is good and good is evil. Are they not doing that as we speak? They've legalized same-sex marriage, which is an abomination to God. And they say it's a marriage. I beg your pardon, it ain't a marriage. It's an abomination to Him. He said He'd turn them over to a reprobated mind to do those things. 
Romans, it says that man has took a natural use of a woman and did away with it. Same well as a woman, a natural use of a man, they did away with it. And we've legalized it. Down in Florida, in their schools, they got classes down there where train them to be transgenders. That's what you get when you take God out of it. He takes his hands off of it. Let me ask you something. What do you think God would do to you if you told God that you didn't want him in your house no more? I'll tell you what happened. The devil's going to creep in. And when he does, he will destroy you and your family. Your family that's lost, he will destroy it. He's out to kill, steal, and destroy. I hate to say it, but God's God's going to give the devil an opportunity. He's going to opportunity his hind end right in hell, right where he belongs. That's what he said he was going to do. He's going to hell. I hope he gives me an opportunity to sit and see it. The way he's out to kill, steal, and destroy. He'll take a Christian. I've always said this. If you've got a tight net, ain't nothing going to get in it. But you've got a loose end somewhere. And that's where the devil likes to come in. And he likes to poke his nose through a little crack. And that little crack can get bigger and bigger till it's a big old hole. I'm telling you right now. God's giving you an opportunity to get saved. God's giving you an opportunity. If you're doing something in your life that you know you know it's wrong and you know it's not right, He's giving you an opportunity to do it right. You better take that opportunity. Because if you're a son, He's your father. And He'll chastise you. And the chastisement He get ain't a hickory out behind the woodshed either. He can do far worse. And he will to get your attention. He'll even go so far as take a loved one. That's David. He took David. David said, they said David laid on his face for seven days and praying to God. And you have to know. Mm-hmm. Proverbs, he said, he'd laugh at your calamities. He'd laugh at your destruction and anguish that comes upon you. I don't think I'd want God to laugh at me. Yeah. Proverbs, it says, one day you'll seek him and, you, and he's not going to hear you. That'd be a bad place to be. If God's given you an opportunity here tonight, take that opportunity. Don't push Him away. Don't push it aside. It don't matter what it is. Take that opportunity. I've, I've told you, I've preached to you right here and told you things where people has come to God. Himself in the flesh. Jesus walking this earth. Laying demons at His feet. Because they didn't have no other hope. They didn't have no other opportunity. Nobody can help them. They saw him. That's like a Christian. I seek him. I go to the Lord's house every time and talk to him. Not unless I'm sick or something. Because I love him. He did something for me that nobody else could. He did something for me that nobody else would have done for me. He loves me more than anybody that ever does. I don't understand his love, but I'm grateful that I have his love. Yeah. And I love him. I love him. Sister, would you come get a song? Just play something soft if you don't mind. You're here tonight. Maybe you just need to hear from God. This is your opportunity. You can walk right up here and we'll pray with you. If you've got something in your life that the devil is dealing with you with and you need it gone, now's the time. This is your opportunity. Take this opportunity. Don't 
Don't let it go by you. God loves you. I read you in that verse right there. It said it's His will. It's His will for us to have salvation. It's us. It's His will for us to be saved. It's His will for us to have eternal life and to have it more abundantly. But if you've got something in your heart tonight, and you know you've got it, and God's dealt with you, I ask you to come. Don't put it off. Don't put it off. Just come and lay it down to me. And when you lay it down, don't not pick it back up. Give it to him and let him have it. Don't pick it back up because I'll be one of them guilty ones that's picked it back up. Oh, you a preacher and you picked it back up? Yeah, I have. I have. This is your opportunity. If you need, maybe you, maybe you've got a burden for somebody. Maybe you just need to hear from the Lord. Something. God's dealing with your heart right now. Some time. I'm not going to drag the service out. I never do. Never have and never will. I can't make you come up here. If the Word of God won't, won't pierce your heart and bring you up here, I can't make you and I'm not going to because that's not how it works. But this is your opportunity. It's all you now. Sister, play one more verse, please. You got one more time. God loves you. He knows your heart. I did what I was told to do. Come pray with this brother.